Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Knenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and noteworthy Ukrainians from around the globe. Today is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. This episode is produced for The Ukrainian Weekly, an English-language newspaper published in the U.S. for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Our guest today is Sasha Maslov, who is a Ukrainian-American portrait photographer and visual storyteller. Welcome, Sasha. How are you? Um, Thank you, Michael. I'm well. Yourself? Good, good. Thanks so much for joining us today. So to start off with, can you tell us a little bit about your educational and professional background? Uh, well, I finished school in uh, in Kharkiv, um, and uh, it was uh, actually a national university of radio electronics. I'm a, a computer engineer by education. Um, I grew up in Kharkiv, um, and I was born in 1984 um, and, uh, in Kharkiv as well, which at that time, of course, was part of Soviet Union. Um, and, you know, Ukraine was occupied by Russia in a form of Soviet Union at that time. And, um, here I am. Good to, you know, once you're, once you're part of a fallen empire, you really know that, you know, you're getting a little old. So what was your motivation for leaving Kharkiv? Um, it's a good question. The motivation was really to, um, to explore and to, um, uh, to find myself somewhere else, perhaps. Uh, but also at that time, um, Ukraine was really not a place, uh, where there were too many opportunities for younger people. Um, I left, um, early 2000s. Um, the situation obviously has changed since then. Um, uh, but uh, I wanted to, I wanted to find, uh, uh, find other things, explore, and uh, landed in New York eventually. And how difficult was it for you to make that transition to life in the U.S.? Um, not really difficult. You know, it's uh, that you know when you're when you're at that age, it, everything seems possible, and everything was possible. So let's talk about your career in photography. When did you first become interested in it? Uh, I've been shooting since I was a kid. My father is a photographer. He is a, he's a part of what is uh, known as the Kharkiv School of Photography. His name is Gennady Maslow. And why do you focus on portraits? Uh, I find portraits just a good um, um, good way to tell a story. And uh, I'm, I'm actually concentrated mostly on kind of long format storytelling through portraiture. Uh, usually my stories revolve around people. So obviously portraits is a good is a good way to show it. And you work for major media organizations like the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and others. Do you pitch projects to them, or do they hire you to do projects of their own? Uh, it's both, actually. I do pitch um, my stories quite a bit. Um, not all of them get picked up. Uh, some of them, I end up doing them myself and then, uh, and then publishing them. Uh, and sometimes I work on assignment. And do you ever do your own projects separate from your work with the media? And if so, how do you finance them? And are you able to make a living from that? Uh, yeah, some stories that, you know, some stories that I, I pitch and um, they're not getting picked up or some stories that I think are 
better to develop by myself uh, and then uh, and then pitch as a finished story um i uh, i just do it myself and uh, finance it on my own let's talk a little bit about your work as a photographer in ukraine during the russian war what has it been like and what have some of your projects been there Russian war is an interesting term. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's, the invasion has been happening since 2014. And um, I I did participate with some stories in the beginning of the um, of the invasion uh, in, the, in the east. Uh, and then since the full scale invasion, I spent most of my time in Ukraine um, covering uh, the war. Um, experience been overwhelming. It's very difficult to describe it in uh, in just a few sentences. And how dangerous has it been to be a photojournalist in Ukraine during the war? Um, well, it depends on the stories. It depends where where you where you're covering. Uh, there are certain stories, of course, that are uh, that are requiring working uh, closer to the front lines. Uh, thus, the hazard increases. And can you talk a little bit about your uh, project, the Ukrainian Railroad Ladies? Very interesting project. Oh, well, um, that was, um, I'm not mistaken, 2019, 2020, or 2018, 2019. And then in 2020, uh, the book was published. Um, It was kind of after a string of of, uh, stories, you know, Trump was elected. Then... uh, War in Syria. A lot of a lot of other things were happening. Actually, I did not work in Syria, but it was just a, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of bad things were happening in the world. Um, uh, and I was just looking for some positive uh, project to work on. And I went back into my childhood memories, and I was always fascinated with the with the railroads in general and the, uh, these little houses that uh, I remember since my childhood, uh, kind of lining up against the railways in Ukraine. Uh, and I kind of uh, now thought about a visual aspect and uh, and how I can implement it in my work. And that's how I started that research that um, developed into a book. And what about another project you did about the deportation of U.S. veterans? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a, a cluster of veterans um, that um, uh, committed uh, crimes in the United States uh, whilst they're not citizens of the United States, but they're all active, uh, I mean, not active, but combat veterans and uh, some non-combat veterans as well, uh, mostly South American nationals. And uh, they, when, once they return to the United States, then uh, they haven't, uh, for a variety of reasons, abstained citizenship. And once they've broken a law that, uh, that they've been deported. Um, uh, and there's a community of them living in uh, in Tijuana uh, area, and I did a portrait story on on their life there and their attempts to reunite with uh, with their families in the United States. Um, some of them actually um, since then were able to successfully petition for their return, and some of them have returned since then. And are you working on any special projects of your own right now? And if so, can you describe them? Uh, the biggest project right now is uh, the book about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, of course, and Ukrainian resistance. It's called Saints. Um, and it's the book about um, the people who are um, uh, playing a significant role in uh, in Ukrainian fight for freedom. So it's a portrait book uh, that will also have some images from uh, from my documentary work throughout the war. 
And you mentioned and, um, working on that right now. When do you think it'll actually be published? Uh, this year, we're planning. We're planning to publish this year during the summer. But uh, of course, it's very difficult to plan exactly when it's going to happen because we uh, we can finish working on the book uh, uh, as scheduled, but we also want to include um, things that are that are going to be unfolding uh, in in the next few months. Um, so uh, as uh, as you know, the, the counteroffensive that's uh, that's talked about quite a bit. It's probably going to happen within the next few weeks or months. So uh, it's uh, it's important to get coverage of that for you know for the upcoming book and whatever's going to come after that. So we're uh, we're still kind of in a, uh, in active planning on exactly when it's going to happen. But uh, we're working um, on the book with Stain Javelin. It's a Canadian initiative that uh, started uh, uh, started with the beginning of the full scale invasion. Its founder Christian Boris is a former journalist who uh, who's behind it and. It's a great team of Canadians and Ukrainians working it together. So they're behind the project and it's going to be published in Ukraine uh, with Osnova Publishing. It's a Kiev-based um, publishing house. Um, so uh, we're, we're planning to publish it this, uh, uh, this summer, but if, uh, if we need to delay for a few months to include more material, that's also a possibility. We're just about out of time, unfortunately, Sasha, but... What would you say is the most challenging aspect of your work? Um, right now, of course, it's it's just the emotional involvement in the stories I um, I cover uh, because it's um, it's your own country uh, and it's it's difficult it's it's difficult to live through these stories sometimes. And where can our audience find out more information about your work online? Well, just good old Google search, I guess. <laughs> Do you have any specific uh, website that you have, or is it kind of spread out? Uh, well, I do have my website. It's just wildly unmaintained. It's sashamaslov.com. Okay. Thank you so much, Sasha, for your time today on Krenitsia. Thank you, Michael. And um, have a good day. Thank you for having me. I have been speaking with Sasha Maslov, who is a Ukrainian-American portrait photographer and visual storyteller. And he's based in New York City. I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and notable Ukrainians from around the globe. This episode has been produced for The Ukrainian Weekly, an English language newspaper published in the U.S. for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Until next time, that's all for now.